next guest is one of the owners of Sports Stacking Canada. He also oversees the junior NBA program in house league operations and is an assistant coach for the 17 and under team with the Northern Kings basketball. He's a registered early childhood educator here in Ontario and he is also a former basketball player with Centennial College from 2003 to 2005. Please welcome to the show Ahmed Bulali. How do my man? So happy to be here. Thanks for um, inviting me to the to the podcast. It's been uh, it's been some time, but I'm I'm happy to be here, sit down with you, and talking to you. No problem. You're talking so loud now. Okay, hold on. Here we go. We're good. <laughs> All right, one two one two. I'm back. Um, basketball. Yes, Actually, sir. Let me, let me talk. What is what with the sports stacking thing? Sports stacking that that started. Uh, so I've seen you on TV. It was, it was, I think, 15 years ago. I was in a in a school with a really good friend of mine. Now he's a teacher at one of the schools. His name is Jeff Howell. He told me to come down to um, be a referee for sport stacking. I yeah. had no clue what that sport was. I didn't even know what it is, and I had to Google it. And he gave me a DVD, and and I was um, learning how to what the rules are. And I became a referee. And our first tournament was at Markville Mall in Markham, Ontario. What is it? What what is the sport anyway? Let's start there. Yeah. Forget about you were referee for what? Like what is this? So the sport, it's like so. So you have a set of twelve cups. Yeah. Um, and they're plastic cups. They have holes on top so it can at least release the air. You got a mat. You got a timer. And how the timer works when you put both hands on the timer, mm-hmm. it sets the the timer tells basically basically tells you that it's ready to go. And when you let go of the timer, the time starts. Yeah. After you're done the sequences, you slap the timer with both hands. So and you're it clocks stacking. The time. You're stacking the cups in a certain way. You got a certain sequence to do a certain um, way to do it, and you yeah. got to follow that. Yeah. That sequence. So it's um it's a it's a big sport around the world. Yeah. And there's a world championship, and that's when I was I got rocked. I'm like a world championship there's for stacking cups. There's a world cups. championship. Stacking cups, and I and I and I they flew me down to Denver, Colorado, for the first time, and it was in a big arena. Over 200 people there, 300 people from all around the world. And, and you're still ref- you're still refing at this point. At that time, I was actually um, a district manager. I was kind of helping out and um, taking care of like the managing the referees and and making sure the tournament runs smoothly. And that was my first experience for like a world championship, and it yeah. was mind blowing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, like, how many people are in Denver? Denver alone, I don't know. This it's, it's it's not a big population, but you got 300 people flying in. You know, Germany came with like five, like fifty people flying in for this world championship. Germany. Yep, you got four kids from four years old all the way to sixty-five years old. So it doesn't matter how old you are; everyone oh, really? has their own categories. Yep. Okay. Yep. Wow. It's uh, it's 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 it's, it's growing. I'll tell you that much. It's a it's a growing sport, and, and a, a lot. Like what countries are playing sports stacking? <sighs> you got you got now Team Canada. So I'm also um I'm helping with the Team Canada um team as well. Yeah. Our our team has been growing big time. We got. USA, you got South Korea, you got Australia, you got um, you know China, Germany. Uh, uh, it's, it's all over. It's 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 mind blowing, and everyone's flying in and trying to compete and try to set a world record. That is nuts. Yeah. And is there like are there different types of sequences, or are they basic? Is there basically one? main sequence that that you do so the individual there's individual and team sports so with yeah. the individual event yeah. you got um there's one it's called the three 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 
So it's three cups, three cups, three cups. Mm -hmm. So you have to up stack it and down stack it and stop and stop the timer. Then you got three, six, three, and then you got cycle. So those are the three events in the individual. Yeah. And all three have their own individual world record time. Yeah. And um, some of the time is mind blowing. Like there's one right now, the the cycle, for example, is the most biggest one as an individual event. Yeah. I remember when it first started, the world record was like at seven, eight seconds. Yeah. Right now we're at four point something. That's nuts. And it's getting broken almost <laughs> every year. It, it, and so when you see it for the first time, it's unbelievable. Yeah. So who like who you you talked about like from three to sixty five. Yep. But like who who plays like who, who's the core audience here? Our biggest following right now, like especially in the school system, yeah. um, is grade grades one to to seven. Okay. But a lot of them are coming from like grade three to five. Mm-hmm. The people that do really well are especially the kids that are. Um, it's almost like elastic arms. Like you got to be <laughs> super flexible on how fast they move their 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 arms and their hands and their wrist. Yeah. And it's all hand eye coordination. Yeah. And um, you know, and these kids practice and practice and practice. I remember this one kid from Ohio. He told me that he practices three hours a day, very equivalent what? to a kid that's practicing um, hockey, basketball. Yeah. And he had like a LeBron James type of mentality. And this kid set a world record. Like it was bananas, the fo- focus these kids have. Wow. So, I mean, kids are playing it. They're playing in these tournaments. So are they winning prize money or are they winning, you know, scholarships? Like what, how does that work? No, they? They, you know, to be honest, they just get um, just you know, an award. No, okay. but, but you know what? Some yeah. kids that are doing really well, mm-hmm. like I've helped at least two or three kids get um, commercials out of it. You're kidding me. We were on TV, on breakfast television, and, and, yeah. and different sh- uh, game shows we were on as well. What? So some kids have been called to do a lot of these things as well. So there is some perks to it, but there's no prize money. Yeah, so it's basically, you know, they're just playing for, like, the trophy. The trophy and the bragging right. Yeah. And if you are a world record as ch- uh, world record holder, chances are one of the cups that we sell through our company, through Speedstacks Canada, yeah. or Speedstacks USA, you'll have your own cup, your, your own personal cup, like Kareem Kanji Cup. <laughs> because you're a world record holder. Now everyone's buying the cream kanji cup. And, and you design the cup how you want. You're kidding me. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> so at what point in time, you know, outside of just helping your buddy, did you say, okay, I'm, I'm in? Like, what, what happened? What did you see? What sold me? I'll yeah. tell you, when I went to Denver... Um, the beauty about this sport, you don't have to you, you don't have to be six foot six like a basketball player. Yeah, you don't have to be super strong. So this one girl, she was probably in grade six. She was a little bit um, like she was a bit overweight for her age. But the beauty about it was, while she was walking around, she had almost thirty kids following her and asking for her autograph because she was a world record holder or a state record holder. So can you imagine the confidence and you know like the, her self esteem and just how she feels being part of this community and she mm. just feels amazing and that's why she continues to be in that sport because how she feels and how people make her feel. Wow, that's really interesting. So that sold me and I said, this is this is bigger than I thought. It's, not, it's more than cups. Yeah. And I was sold from that and yeah. I was like, you know what, let me see if I can help other kids that can find that community or that sport. You must you must sort of see some of these issues in your um, in your job as an early childhood educator. You know, kids that, that might have low self-esteem or come from uh you know the quote-unquote non-perfect family that sort of stuff so did that did that sort of open your eyes to how this in schools could could really help children yeah yeah a hundred percent um you know what you got so many kids that cannot play uh, make a basketball team or cannot make a hockey team right but for some reason they do a really good job with joining a sports stacking club in the schools and now they're they're part of a team they're part of a group and you can just 
tell that that helps them with whatever they're battling. Wow! Right, so it's a, it's 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 pretty cool to see that. So we're like, where are we today with with the sports stacking? Right now, yeah. um, well, we just had the the world record, um, world Guinness record that we do every year in November, um, in November, and it's for the world. Yeah. And everyone's supposed to be stacking for thirty minutes, yeah. and every year we break the record. So you can tell it's growing within the schools. I know for sure in Canada, and especially um, our biggest network is in Markham, and we have roughly around thirty schools involved. And it and it's growing because it's something to do for the kids, and and it's open playing field, so it doesn't matter who it is, anybody can do Any, it. Anybody. So what, what's the world record? Like how many people playing at one time? Is that the it was record? a world record to see how many people can stack around the world for yeah. thirty minutes. Oh wow! So everyone did it at their own time. So yeah. for example, if you had a group and you know fifty people did it for thirty minutes, you would go on the website and clock. I had fifty stackers yeah. during this time, and they add it all up and they break the record every yeah. year. What was what was the number? Do you know? This year, um, man, I gotta take a, a a look at it because I know they just are tallying up the the new um, numbers, but it's over the hundreds of thousands. Yeah. Well, listen. While you're looking, let me let me uh, thank our our first sponsor. We actually don't have a sponsor for this podcast, but pretty soon. So if you're interested in sponsoring, we are the number two podcast in all of Uzbekistan. And if that interests you, you want to give me a call at Kareem at Kareem Kanji. Dot com, but in all seriousness, go check out uh, our new podcast that uh, my good friend Greg Tilston and I are hosting every Tuesday out of Radical Road Brewery. It's called Welcome to the Music. You can go to welcometothemusic.com, and you can also find us on iTunes, Spotify, as well as SoundCloud. Just search for Welcome to the Music. Now back to our regular scheduled program. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, no, just it's. It, I just saw it now. It's actually in um on the website now. It's at six hundred forty thousand, roughly. Six hundred forty thousand. Yep, stacking around the world. Broke kids yeah. stacking cups. It's not just kids. It's it's anybody. 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 Adults, yeah. kids, but it's a really cool thing, especially being part of like a school or a group, and you are part of a World Guinness yeah record, right? That's 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 pretty. That pretty is dope. that is nuts. So are are we soon going to be seeing? Sports stacking in the what would it be a Winter Olympic, Summer Olympic? What what do you think? What well, are your thoughts? you know what, a couple of years ago they just added it to um the Junior Olympics. You're kidding me? Not even kidding you. So we have a team that goes down from Team Canada yeah. in the U.S. Um and it usually happens around August and um and Team Canada is doing really well. We're I I believe we're top three in in the country <laughs> or in the world. Sorry, in the world. Like we're, we're, we're we got some stackers. That is awesome, man. Yeah, we got some stackers. It's pretty cool. Did you ever think at the beginning, like, <laughs> dude? I thought this was the funniest thing, man. I I, I laughed till today, and I pinched myself. I'm like, how is this being a? Th- it's a it's a thing now. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? If you believe in something, and and if, especially when you're seeing a lot of kids that just um and special need kids can do it as well. Yeah, yeah. And it's anyone sure, sure. can do it. And and the beauty about it is when you see that big smile, and especially when somebody breaks their own personal best record. Yeah. Dude, that feeling that you can see it in their face. They're jumping with joy. And and that's what it's all about. That is crazy. That is awesome, man. Yep. Looking forward to seeing more of you on like breakfast television. Never know, man. That's, that's <laughs> the goal, man. Trying to spread the word and, and yeah. it's, it's going well. That is awesome. Do your kids play? My son can stack. Um, you know, he doesn't stack as, as often because now you got the, the iPads. But, you know, he does basketball. He does soccer. He does other things. But to be honest, it complements one of other sports. It helps with his basketball yeah. because it's all hand-eye coordination. So his when he dribbles the basketball, now he can do it with both hands. Oh, that's right? awesome. So there's a lot of um, benefits with sports stacking. So you're going to get the, uh, the 17 and under team? To be honest, it's funny. I, I, I implement um, stacking with our practices. 
And a really? lot of them, yeah, a lot of them find it funny. Like for example, you you'll dribble the ball with one hand, yeah. let's say the right hand, yeah. and your left hand, you'll be stacking a, a pyramid of three cups. Yeah. But you got to try to do both at the same time, so oh, you can see your right brain and left brain working at the same time. It's literally, it's 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 really beneficial. It's cool. Look at, watch out. Yeah. Yep. Coming to an NBA. You never know. You never know. Training session near you. <laughs> Soon you'll see. There you go. Um, basketball. Obviously, you love basketball. You love playing basketball. Love it. You, you you played in college. How was the college experience? <coughs> Different here than than obviously down in the states. You know what? Like I, I wasn't good enough to play you know D one um, basketball, but I was real with myself. I knew I was good enough to play Canadian college basketball. Yeah. So I um, went to Centennial College and I got a rude awakening. And you know I thought I was really good, <laughs> and then I had to climb and build my um, like build my status. So I had to like start from like the bottom and slowly try to get that playing time and eventually when you get on the court you got a certain amount of time but it's a great experience i've learned a lot of life skills through it i have a lot of uh, friends that i'm still friends with them till today yeah um it, it was an amazing experience that's nice when did you start with um with northern kings northern kings that's been now 10 plus years now so like roughly Great, almost 12 years. years yeah yeah almost 12 years now and um one of my um assistant coaches at centennial college that coached me he brought yeah. me um, on board, um, Jay McNeely, and he's coaching now at Seneca. He's the head coach there. Did yes. you ever want to coach? Was that something you wanted to you do? You know what? After after I was done playing basketball at Centennial, um, you know what? You hit a moment in your life saying, man, what's next? And yeah. leaving something that you've done since like you're in grade six and four, mm. and now you're telling me that I, I got to change and live in the real world and find a job and... I had to get back, so I thought the best way to get back is, you know, to give back to the community and, and coach. So, did did you, were you playing rec as well? Like after you, I still played stuff? like to stay fit. Like I play every Tuesdays with um, um, a group. I call them they're called the TNB group Tuesday yeah. night basketball. Okay, and it's just a bunch of guys that we played college basketball with or played college basketball, and we're just trying to use it just to stay fit and get some cardio. Yeah, but it's 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 also a release point, right? Like you know, you have long weeks. That's like my happy place. Yeah, right. So fair enough. So you started what twelve years ago? You said twelve years ago. Yeah, twelve years ago. What was your first sort of? What were you doing? Just helping? Just helping coach. Out? I was I was the um the the head coach for the grade eight and then um eight team and I followed them all the way up. Yeah, and um it was just amazing to be part of an organization that was just starting from the bottom, but they were they were they were getting a lot of attention. Yeah. And did Northern Kings start twelve years ago? Is that you sort of joined when? Yeah, I joined with them. Like, like, yeah. like when, in the, in the beginning stages, I I came in like after like two three years of them kind of okay growing the sport uh, or their organization, and then I kind of joined in and and ever since I just saw uh, a, a lot of great in, great individuals. I know Vidal Masai is the one that runs it. Yeah, he's a director and he played pro basketball himself mm-hmm. and he got a scholarship to St. Bonaventure. So his vision uh, is what sold me. And I said to myself, you know, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna see this grow, and I wanna be part of something big. Nice. And um, right now, we've helped over sixty plus people get scholarships um, through the the U.S. getting full ride scholarships and in Canada. Really? Yep. yep. That is awesome. Helped a lot of kids. So, so tell me about this organization, Northern Kings. Like, what, what do they do? Who are they? Well, we're uh, um, a program that's located in 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 Toronto. We're like Toronto based. Yeah. Um, we also have academies, um, junior academies. So we start from our house league, and our house league starts from five years old and up. And okay. then from your house league, if you want to get into you know more experience or more of a challenge, you go to the rep acad- uh, the, the, our academy, which is okay. like our reps side. 
and um, and we do a lot of camps as well, which we help develop our kids. That's one of our main things. We really do a good job developing talent. Yeah. Um, and you know what? When and our biggest thing is our AAU, which is basically in high school. So we gather a lot of kids that have talent all around Canada, and we create a team and we take them down south. AU, what does AU mean? AU, um, well, with AU, it's 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 more an American thing that a lot of a lot of a lot a lot of programs will join these tournaments, and these tournaments will have a lot of university coaches. Um, yeah. At these events, and the goal is to showcase these kids to get a scholarship. Okay. So it's basically the amateur athletic union, right? So it's a it's a thing that's been started like twenty a- plus a- years. Okay, okay, okay. And um, and that's where kids try to get that opportunity. So you you started it to show like it's a national. This part is a national thing, national it's, it, program. It's a national thing. It's North American wide, so a lot of Canadians are going down there as well. Yeah, and and it's uh, and it deals with a lot of spot. Like there's a lot of sponsored teams with Nike, Adidas, and Under Armour. Um, oh, there's okay. A, there's also independent circuits, but the main goal is you got to f- be part of the a circuit or an independent circuit that has a lot of coaches there. And when you do have those coaches there, now you can kind of promote uh, your players to hopefully get a scholarship. Yeah, that's amazing. <clears throat> So tell me about these kids. You got you had sixty plus kids mm-hmm. that have gone from this program yep. and uh, have achieved uh, full ride scholarships. Yep. Probably dozens, or if not hundreds, more that have just you know become better people or yep. better teammates. Uh, yep. Just have enjoyed themselves regardless. Yep. Um, but tell me about these the, these kids and 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 the schools that they're going to. Well, you know the the crazy part is some of these kids. Um, you know, most of them come from inner city mm-hmm. um, um, communities, and, and it's beautiful to watch some of these kids, you know, accomplish their dreams and their goals. And, and we're there to help help them along the way, along the journey. Yeah. And it's all mentorship, right? It's, it's, it's all about relationship building. And, you know, we, 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 we make sure that we recruit not only the player, but we also recruit the parents. Mm. If, and if parents are... Um, you know, sold with what we're doing and they believe in what we're doing. Um, it's, it's huge. And a lot of kids, you know, they're either be out in the streets doing something negative versus, Hey, let's be part of this program and let's achieve some of these goals and dreams. And a lot of them have become better men. And also we have now the, uh, the, 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 the girl side, uh, Northern Kings, the Northern Queens. Okay. And it's just, doesn't matter. Like we're just, our goal is to make sure that we develop men yeah. and develop women and develop, um, people that can go to society um, out in society and and be good people mm-hmm. right so that that's our main thing and, and, and our one of our main pieces are education if you can get your education paid for yeah through a scholarship yeah that's a win for me and that's yeah. a win for the program yeah right that's that's our goal free education yeah right if not a free education at least get your education either half paid yeah or somehow type of some type of discount but if not there's no it's not the end of the world yeah you still want to get an education even if you have to pay for sure it, sure right so I see, I see uh, a bunch of pictures that, that you share on uh, on the Instagram and stuff like that about various tournaments that you guys are going to. Mm-hmm. Um, is would this be the AAU guys that are going down? Yeah, that's yeah. Um, we were under um, we were under the um, Under Armour Rise circuit. Okay, and tell me about that. What so, is, what's that all about? So there's there's sponsored teams. So you're either going to be part of the Nike EYBL. You know, you got the Adidas Uprising, and then you got the Under Armour. Okay, those are teams that are fully sponsored teams that will get. Um, 
So these, these are leagues within themselves? Right, or? and you okay. want to be in those leagues because a lot of the coaches are going to be there because they know the top talent will be in those gyms. Like the college coaches. Co- U.S. College coaches, yeah. Okay. Um, so we were in the Ar- Under Armour circuit um, mm-hmm. through Rise, and we had a lot of coaches come through. We had an average of 20 to 50 wow. coaches sitting down watching the, our games. How many Canadian teams are participating in, in, for example, like a league like the Under Armour one? So for the one for the Under Armour Rise, yeah. we were the only Canadian team You're kidding in me. there. But there's two levels. There's the Under Armour Rise and the Under Armour Association. Yeah, They had also one Canadian team that's involved. Okay. Nike also has one Canadian team. So wow. those circuits, it's it's very exclusive. Wow. Right? But then you got the independent tournaments that anybody can go to. Sure, 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 right? sure. Right? But, um, but the thing is, a lot of people think I can just go to any tournament and have coaches watch me. Think about it. Not all the coaches can go to every tournament. Yeah. So, and they only have three live weekends, which means they can only go... Coaches are only allowed to go during those weekends to recruit. Really? Yes. Yeah, so like when they're NCAA out there, they rule? have to be selective of which tournaments they're going to go to. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um, what was the last tournament? Tell me about it, like a tournament experience. What does it look like for these kids? Oh, for it's, it's amazing. Like like the the. the What's the last one you went to? Well, I'm coaching at Bill Crothers as well. It's a it's a it's a it's a basketball program um, in in Markham, Ontario. Yeah. Last year they were last. And we took over the program, and I'm an assistant coach there with Coach Usury as the head coach and Coach Winter as the assistant coach as well. Yeah. And we're right now ranked number one in the league, and we've changed that whole program around. It's all through just some of our connections and some of our networks with the kids that we have. Yeah. And we went down to Springfield um, um, this in December 18th, and yeah. we played a lot of top prep teams. We played like two big prep teams. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we lost, but the experience was there. Yeah. The coaches were there, right? So it was crazy. But Atlanta was the, 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 the latest one after, before that for the Under Armour Rise. And anyone that's – like these kids, it's a, such a big experience. You're flying down. You're in the hotel. You're in Atlanta. Beautiful yeah. weather. So, um, like, you feel like a professional athlete, <laughs> right? So these kids, like, just eat that up. And But the main thing is they understand that they're there for a reason and their goal is to impress these coaches. Yeah. That is so neat. That's so, that's 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 really really interesting. You spend a lot of time with children. I do, man. It's a and you got two of you your young. own. <laughs> yeah, and I got my two boys, and they keep you young. Yeah. They keep you young. It's a. I love giving back. I love giving back. It's, especially when you see a lot of kids accomplish their dreams and their goals. It's uh, it's 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 a wonderful feeling. Yeah. Any of your kids um, graduate already from college? Yeah, I, I've 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 had a couple kids that um, graduated. Um, I had uh, a group that I followed. From since grade eight, and they graduated. Yeah. Um, one kid right now that's doing really well. His name is Marcus Carr. He's mm-hmm. um, at, at at University of Minnesota. Yeah, and he's playing some really good basketball right now. Mm-hmm. And he, I believe, he has a sh- a good shot at going to the NBA. Wow. Um. So it's 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 beautiful to see when they're young. Yeah. And now you're seeing them like accomplish some of their dreams and goals, and now you're watching TV with your kids and just watching them play. It's like on TV, like. It's unreal, but you know, you, and you're so happy for him and, the, and his family, right? So, yeah, yeah. I've had a lot of people. I have one kid right now is in um, in the Philippines. He's playing um, basketball there and university there too. Oh wow! So yeah, his name is James Canlis, and he's doing amazing. Yeah. So th- we have there's a bunch of players that we've had go That's down. That's really and, really. And, cool. and you know, some kids don't want to play anymore, and I still try to stay in touch with them. One, yeah. One guy was like seven foot tall, and he wants to become a police officer. Yeah. 
So that's pretty cool. That's nuts. Seven, <laughs> seven foot police officer. I know. But you know what? Sometimes people want to chase other um, dreams, right? Reminds me of Police Academy. Oh, yeah. You got that. What was it? Hightower was his name. Maybe? It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's comical. But you know what? That's what he wants to do. And I'm, yeah. And I'm there for him, right? So That's so cool. What, do, what are your thoughts on, on the state of basketball in this country? It seems that, you know, with the success of the Raptors, um, obviously their championship season uh, last year, that a lot of kids are are attracted to basketball. They're telling their parents, you know, that's that's the sport I want to play. Ba- ba- basketball is definitely growing in Canada. Um, it 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 all starts from the grassroots movement, mm-hmm. and there's a lot a lot of basketball players that have played, and now they're giving back. Yeah, and because they're giving back, it's it's. I'm not saying they they weren't giving back before, but now the 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 basketball has changed completely now that that the big thing now is is prep schools and AAU mm. and development. Yeah. And now that we're going down to the US, we're in the past a lot of Canadians are scared to play against Americans. But now that we're going down and we're noticing you they bleed red just like we do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we're as talented or better. Um a lot of university coaches are now saying, hey, there's something going on in Canada. Mm-hmm. We gotta go f- Look over there and see what's going on over there, and they're finding a lot of talent. Yeah, and and right now we have a break, uh, like a like a like a new record of Canadians in the NBA. Yeah, right. And I've seen a lot of those kids when they're in grade seven and eight, and I've watched them. Now they're in the NBA, and I'm like, it's unreal to see that, right? So there's un- we're like an ent- untapped market, but a lot of people are now focusing on Canada. We have the most out of the whole NBA in the, in the whole world outside of the U.S. C- Canada is Canada's number two. Number, yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, so in in the NBA with te- with uh, with players, so. It's definitely growing, but it starts from the grassroots movement. Yeah. It starts from there. It starts from people like us that's just volunteering our time, mm-hmm. giving time, and giving back to those kids. And it's wonderful to see that it's paid off. That is awesome. Do you have any desire to to move up with the kids, like go to college, you coach there? I, I I would love to. Yeah. Uh, you know, coaching is, is, is definitely a passion of mine. But you know what? It, it depends where you are in your life, mm-hmm. right? You know, you have young, young family and so forth. And being a coach, yeah, you're gonna be away. From, like I'm, a, I'm away from my family a lot as well, yeah, right. And and I know it takes a toll. And and, and my wife is very um, supportive, and I and I'm happy that she's 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 there um, for me when I when I when I'm not there, mm. right? I'm very thankful for that. But if I want to be full time coach, and if I do chase that dream, mm-hmm. there's gonna be a lot of sacrifices needed by the family and. I don't feel it's fair right now at my, especially with the two young kids. Yeah. So right now I'm just gonna keep it kind of local, mm-hmm. and just give back that way. Mm-hmm. But um, you never know in the future. Maybe when I'm, you know, 45, 50, I'll look into it. But right now I'm I'm, I'm happy where I'm at. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Listen, we're at the beginning of the new year, yep. 2020. What does 2020 hold for Ahmed Bulali? 2020. Um, you know what? Just wanna I wanna definitely grow our um, you know, sports tag in Canada and, um program and, you know, develop programs in the schools and, and just increasing having more people involved in it mm-hmm. um with basketball just keep helping more kids you know achieve their their goals and dreams right and and um you know that that keeps me young that keeps me happy and like if i'm happy that's that's the main thing so that's 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 what i'm looking at 2020 it's just to, to keep helping more kids um out there that need that need help cool man so how was this your first podcast experience it was cool, man. I didn't think it was good. I thought it was gonna be uh, a little bit more intense because I do listen to a lot of podcasts and and uh, I've always told myself like, if you're on a podcast, would anyone even listen to you? Right? Like, like, what do you have to say? But 
you know what? You never know. You know, maybe some people will be, um, you know, intrigued by this, but I'm definitely, uh, <laughs> it was a great experience. Uh, thanks for coming in, man. Hey, man, anytime, buddy.